Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. All right, and we are doing another read along. And <laughs> this one, <laughs> sorry, this is Until You by Briar Prescott. Yes. All right, and it looks like it is a male male. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it sounds like it's a reluctant friends to lovers, maybe a hurt comfort. Not sure. Um, what he has issues. Whoever the one in the blurb talking is has issues, and then Blake, the other main character decides, well, I don't care about your issues. I still want to be in your life. Let's be friends. And then it turns into more than that. And I don't know if it's a bi awakening or not, or if it's a gay for you. I'm not sure. Um, but then they find out that Blake has his own issues as well. So it sounds like things are going to be interesting. I did read there's, um, going to be some groveling that it's a hard a uh, hard one happy ever after a well-deserved happy ever after so i'm excited for it, that it looks like it's only in first person point of view the entire book until maybe the epilogue when the second main male character's point of view comes okay so, i'm not opposed yeah. to that no I mean, yeah, I'll read anything but third person. Actually, I did just read a really good uh, dark male male. It was in third person, but I was so hooked. I ended up finishing it, and it wasn't bad. What's the author? Because I feel like there's one author that you always will read, even though they're third person. Um, Was it Joel Abernathy, maybe? Hold on one second. No, I've read this author before, but they've... No, I haven't read this author. It's Avery Two and Coda Quinn. Oh, yeah, I've not heard of them. I know who you're talking about, though. Um, I don't remember their name. But, yeah, I've read a few of their books, and they're third, they're male-male, third person, and I, feel I like, am obsessed. I feel like I've heard you talk about Only James before. Yeah. I didn't finish that series. I really, really wanted to. Um, it's the only time that I've considered – not the only time. It's, like, one of two times that I've considered reading third person – just because I wanted to read those books so freaking bad. Um, the first one was so good. I read the I first have, one. I started, I just couldn't do it. I just, I, there's yeah. like a blockage in my mind. No, but yeah, I get it. All right, back to this book. Though. Back to this one. <laughs> um, it's first person, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, so it starts off with like a before and after, it looks like. I don't know what that's about, but the first three chapters are in the before um yeah it sounds like it's gonna be angsty and hard fought and friends to lovers potentially a bi awakening i'm not sure um the reviews seem really good i was scrolling through and just like the first few reviews that i scrolled through were all five stars there was no there's zero one star reviews oh wow yeah, so that's cool. Um, it is 
a newer release. It just released on May 16th, and it is currently May 22nd when we're recording. So it's only been out less than a week. I'm excited to dive in. Um, it looks like chapter 16 is our midway point, unless you want to do before and after, but before only does have those few chapters. Yeah, no. We'll just do chapter 16. That's what I marked as well. Okay. So, I guess I'm ready to dive in. Are you? Oh, yeah. I'm excited. All right. So, if you're reading along with us, go to chapter 16 and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. This book is funny. Um, I Well, I haven't really laughed, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's just all the snark and the back and forth. I liked it. Yeah, I definitely like their banter a lot. Um, I have theories. I do, too. Because, like, there's a lot going on that we don't know a fucking thing about. I think this is going to be like the rock book where the like the the brother thing is going to come into play. Mm. I maybe I don't know. Like maybe his parents were uh the other guy's adopted parents and he thinks that or he's maybe adopted into the family that uh, abandoned I forgot their names. It's it's been a while. I finished it the first day we started, so it's it's been a few days. Uh, I forgot their names. Jude and Blake. Okay, Jude's the adopted one, right? So I think either Blake is from the family that abandoned Jude, or like a stepson or something, or he was abandoned by Jude's adoptive parents, and he thinks that they're related. Which is why he doesn't want to sleep with him. Um, Didn't want to sleep with him. So that's a theory. It's not mine. Okay. Um, wasn't mine. Cause I, I feel like that's not entirely out of the realm. Um, but I think that Jude was kidnapped. Maybe. I don't think he was adopted at all. I mean, that tracks because that one conversation you hear with the parents talking, uh, the mom says that she looks, she looks up, I'm assuming Jude's, Jude's birth mother and says, oh, she's doing good now. She got married. Yeah. So like maybe. maybe they were following her, you know, to see how she was doing after they took her baby. Maybe. And maybe that's why they moved around so much. Yeah. Oh, could be. I for sure think he was kidnapped. Because if you remember in the beginning, he did his DNA and was like, it doesn't match. I'm adopted. And then he's like, but I need to send this email or read this email or whatever. And he was just getting email after email after email. And he was like, I can't look at this and was deleting it. Yeah, like, I'm wondering if they had a DNA match maybe from the real mother or something. And she, yeah, realized he was out there. And I, well, that, but Blake knows him. He knows who he is. Because when he, when Blake and the his friend were having that conversation, she's like, why would you do that? Like, why would you contact him or whatever? Oh, you know, so, I didn't put that together. I was so trying to figure it out. 
See, that, that's why I was thinking, well, they've got to be maybe like step-siblings or related. Or, or you know. maybe Blake was hired by his birth mother. Maybe. I thought Blake was a thief, too. The whole watch thing. I yeah. Blake stole the watch. I totally think he stole the watch. And then, you know, returned it in order to get close to. There's something sketchy going on. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited well, to and- dive in and find out. And when they met on the rooftop the first time, Jude had said he's not looking at me like I'm a stranger. He just found up on the roof that shouldn't be there. He's looking at me like he knows who I am and he's surprised to see me here. Mm. Or something along those lines. Yeah. That gives credibility. I think I'm still going to guess that he was hired by the birth mother. Jude was kidnapped. He was hired by the birth mother to find him, stole the watch, and, like, because he's so smart, he's so into IT, like, he could have easily found him again, even if the phone number wasn't on there, and been like, oh, my God, I found your watch, just to spark up another conversation. Okay, I'm going to stick with related somehow. Stepbrother, maybe the wife's... Or maybe the mother's, like, stepson or... Yeah, I definitely don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. But then again, he said he was abandoned in group in foster care. So maybe he was adopted by the mom and her husband? Well, or maybe, okay, going along with your theory, what if... I don't remember their names. Abby and... I don't remember the dad's name. Whatever. Jude's parents. What if they had him because... It was mentioned that Jude is older, or no, that Blake is older than Jude, but we don't know exactly Blake's age. What if they had Blake abandoned him because it was a woman with dark hair that abandoned him in the mall, and it was said in the beginning that Abby has dark hair. So what if Abby was the one that abandoned him at the mall? And instead of claiming him when they were looking for him or when they were looking for his parents, what if she kidnapped fucking Jude instead? Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I don't know. Now I'm just going to drive myself crazy with the possibilities. I don't even think I can what if he? What if he's been searching for the guy that got to grow up in his life? And why, and maybe that's why he was asking so many questions about Jude's parents. Yeah, that could be. That's true. And, you know, it also lends credibility because, you know, he said so he hacked into, like, this super high-tech uh, facility when he was, like, a, a teenager. Or and he got into legal trouble. And now he works for in IT. And that's yeah. all he said. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It felt very, like, secret. You no, know, uh, like, in Criminal Minds, that's how, you know, that one hacker, she got the job is because she had to work for them in order to not be yeah. go I to prison. I think that's actually a thing, that the black cat hackers get recruited to work for So the I'm wondering if maybe he got recruited and he was just so good at hacking, like, he couldn't leave it alone and maybe found him. Or he could have been hired. I don't know. I just... I get, we got to dive back in. And yeah, I think it's able to. So these are my my final thoughts. I think if it's the family aspect, I think Jude's parents abandoned 
Blake and then kidnapped Jude. I'm sticking with kidnapped. And I think if it's not the family aspect, then Blake was hired to find Jude by his birth mother. Okay. Those are my theories. I don't know. Either one could be so plausible with all of the clues that we've been given. But Blake definitely has some fucking secrets, which we know from the blurb that Blake has secrets. Yes. Um, so, it, yeah. And I, I don't know. It could really go either way. I don't think they are related. I don't think there's going to be an actual... Well, I don't necessarily know about blood-related. I think maybe Blake thought they were blood-related. But, I mean, I meant related in some way, like step siblings or you know what i mean like there's some sort of relation between either the adopted family and blake or his jude's real family like maybe you know the new mom's the mom's husband or something and blake i thought there was some sort of relation maybe not necessarily that they were blood brothers but it was going to be one of those like shocking turnarounds where it's like oh we might be brothers and then he's like oh no just kidding i'm not actually biologically related to these people and that's oh. why he didn't want to sleep with him because he was so very adamant. That He's would, like, I can't sleep with you. That would check out. And because I, I I think at this point he hasn't said that he was adopted yet. No. Because I don't think he was. <laughs> I think he was kidnapped. I think that that theory is starting to hold a lot more weight now that you've broken it down. I didn't think about the kidnapping thing. I thought, but you're right. I mean... Hmm. Because well, they moved around a lot, and I think he would have been able to get over the adopted aspect and move on and still have contact with his parents because he loved his parents so much. I think that he would have been able to move past, past that, but he literally stopped talking to them until his mom died. Yeah. Hmm. I think you're right. I don't um, know. I don't know either, but yours yours holds some weight too. If maybe Jude thinks that his so like he did find out who his biological parents were, and they, you know, he found them and they have another kid, and maybe he thinks that that was a biological kid, and then like maybe later on he'll find out that he was actually kidnapped because if that. If that is the case, it would check out that the type of person who would abandon their child could also be capable of kidnapping someone else's. Hmm. Yeah. Because that is a morally great person. That's fair. Yeah, no, that that holds up. I I agree. I think we may have solidified our theory. Yeah. He was kidnapped and by Jude's biological parents. By Blake's biological parents. By, yes, by Blake's biological parents. And. All right, that's the Blake running theory. Found out. Okay. Okay, I'm ready to dive back in. Are you? Yes. Okay, so if you are reading along with us, go ahead and go to the end of the book and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. Yay. It was a good book. It was cute. It was, and my original theory was the one that was correct. Yes. That Although he was, he was kidnapped, yeah. and then that uh, Blake was hired to find him. Yeah. 
he knew uh, the mother and I guess stepdad. I don't know. But it was because, what was it, like a decade or so prior, he had stolen their car. And instead of calling the cops, they got him into this group home and, you know, helped him out. So he felt like he owed it to him. Yeah, it was a little bit of twist in the story. Um, he was not kidnapped because they were morally gray people. He was kidnapped because mom was a terrible mom. Yeah, she was um, on drugs and drinking, partying. She was also really young when she had him. I'm not saying it excuses it. It doesn't. I was young when I had my kids. And I mean, it doesn't excuse any sort of bad behavior, but uh, she ended up getting sober, you know, so many years later, and um, which is why the dad is in prison. Um, he, he did end up getting out. Yeah. So that was good. Sad that Abby had died. Yeah. So she ended up passing. Also, uh, I like that they didn't just like wrap a bow into the birth mom and Jude's uh, relationship. It ended up really realistically. They're kind of strained, but they see each other a little more often. The book ended, I think it was what? Five, 10 years later, five years later, something like that. I oh, don't remember. We finished it a few days ago, guys. Yeah. <laughs> My brain's been blinking. Um, but and it ended up years later and neither of them were really in like the, you know, we have to get married to show our love kind of thing. But then Jude would get a little bit jealous. And so he gave he gave Blake a ring and he was like, it's just, you know, just to show off that you you have someone. It's not it's not like a wedding band. Yeah. It was, it was adorable. It was really I it cute. Was, I think it was 10 years. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it showed their like love progressing. And then there was the whole thing when Jude found out about Blake and he was like, nope, like you can't, you know, we're over. And then Blake waited outside his apartment every day. Oh my gosh. It was it was good groveling in this one. Oh, for sure. I loved it. I really, really liked this book. It it had all the good emotional feels. Yes, it did. I'm super happy we found it. And I think this was the one that was like a newer release, right? It just came yeah, out. it just came out a few days before we started started it. I wonder, I don't know if I've read anything else by this author. I don't think that I have. I'm going to go out. On I really liked it. I did too. I thought it was really good. Briar Prescott. Let's see. Yeah. I liked the emotional aspect. I liked, I thought it was hilarious. I laughed out loud a few times reading it. Just the snark between the couples and stuff like that. I thought that, and the best friend. Oh yeah. She, it was, it was one of those books that had a good mix of everything that you hope is in a book. So it had, you know, some levity to it with their snarkiness. It had, you know, the found family and like the weirdo best friend who shows up and 
has some wide words to say for the first time in his life. It had the angst factor, the groveling factor. It it was very, very well done. I'm wondering if the best friend's going to get a book. Uh, I, it kind of hinted to that, didn't it? It did seem like it, you know, because he, he comes up with this random conversation. He was like, if you if you propose in pursuit of orgasms or whatever, like, does that count? And it seemed like there was something interesting going on. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe there's a little, you know, spinoff book with the the best, the guy best friend, Steven or Stefan. Or... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say anything there's no like author's note at the end um there's an acknowledgement and an about the author but that's it so i don't know um it had the plot twists in it i'm and we were able to actually like sit and talk theories which i feel like has been uh far and few between lately and i really enjoy when we we don't really know where a book is going and we get to sit and actually discuss our theories on it so that was really nice i really enjoyed this episode a lot i did too i thought yeah it kind of took me back a little bit yeah with the discussing theories and stuff because lately it's just been more straightforward picking at well maybe not picking at but you know discussing in depth the what's actually happened not what we think is going to happen so, yeah we need some more <laughs> nail biters some more what's gonna happen plot twisty books so if yeah. anybody has any recommendations for that let us know yes um next week is going our to be main favorite oh okay next week is our may favorites and I've got is some it good already ones. the end of May. It's already the end of May. Holy smokes. I know. Well, and then our next read along is, yeah, I guess going to be a surprise because we don't know either yet. Yes. But I'm excited either way. So, <laughs> me too. So, thank you guys so much for reading along with us or at least just listening to us ramble on about what we've read. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.